the Chancellor Tebe and welcome to the Newness Podcast. On today's episode, um, my husband is not with me. He couldn't be here due to some unforeseen circumstances that he had to deal with. So it's just me today, but we have been really encouraged by the feedback so far. And if you have any more feedback or something you'd like to talk about um, based on this or any other topic for that matter, you are more than welcome to send a DM in the Instagram um, Newness podcast on the Instagram Newness podcast page. And yeah, we would I would, we would happily read it and see if we, it's something that we can tackle or even like learn together. So, um, yeah, it's just me. So today we're going to talk about exercising wisdom as a woman during dating and specifically, um, you know, communication. I mean, we've, we've spoken about that and repeated communication quite a lot, um, in the previous episode. Now I mentioned earlier, uh, not earlier, it's my bad guys. I mentioned on the previous episode that one thing that was really helpful for me during the dating period was Proverbs 31 verse 12. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. And when I was thinking through this, I realized that, you know, if if someone just told me that, I would be like, well, then I basically did not do my husband good all the days of my life. Like, what now? You know, um, like, <laughs> like, seriously, like, what now? You know, definitely, definitely have not been living perfectly, especially um, before I became a believer, you know. And so I think it's important to remember the hope that we've been given in Christ a truth that we should never be tired of, a truth that, you know, even this past few weeks, I've been feeling not, I would say past few weeks or more intensely, like the past few days, just being so reminded of the cross, you know, so reminded that I have been made new. We have been made new in Christ. The old has passed away behold the new has come that's in second corinthians so that's super encouraging and that should give us hope and that should remind us that yes we are sinners but christ has wiped it all clean the sin that we've done um before it's we are made new now with that granted i don't know about you but like every time i read the proverbs 31 woman i'm like what does she even exist? Like, what? Like, she's a mystical creature. That's what she is. <laughs> but, you know, I think we should just remember, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman became that woman because she feared the Lord. You know, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And it's just to remember that, you know that her ability to do good to her husband, her ability to be trustworthy, a hard worker, to be resourceful, to even think ahead of time, to be wise is because of the Lord. Um, I just want to take a quick detour. I read this quote as I was like going through this verse again and really going through the context and everything. Um, just going through what Proverbs 31 is is again and this writer 
Okay, I'm going to butcher her, her surname, so I'm not going to say it. But her name is Lauren, and it's from the Proverbs 31 Ministries. I think it's a blog blog or site. Um, it's She said it so beautifully. She said, Proverbs 31 is not a job description for women, nor is it a shopping list for men. It's an example of the abundance God gives us over time as we grow to know and love Him more. Isn't that so beautifully said? Mm, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Anyway, so with that being said, I recognize that the danger with just solely thinking with dating, oh, I must do good for my husband, is not keeping a heavenward and God-centered mindset with dating. Our ability to uphold our personal boundaries um, in, in terms of not only keeping us physically pure, but emotionally um not cold, but guarded, um, and to remember our brother in Christ and how this should be, this can still be an edifying process, and we can still look more like Christ. We can still glorify God in someone pursuing us, and even our thought process and not getting carried away um, with our fantasies can be only based on the fact that we keep our eyes set on God. And the ability to do good is coming from God. So I don't want there to be a misunderstanding that, oh, no, I should just think about my husband, my husband, my husband. No, we don't live for a husband or at the time, even myself. It wasn't living out for a husband. I wanted to honor God in my purity. I wanted to honor God in my walk with Christ. I wanted to make sure, um, especially... Um, with my my past to to live for the Lord and be more like Christ and so think about my brother in Christ to remember that if we don't walk down the aisle and say I do that he would still keep his eyes fixed on God and not me that he would still love God more than than me or the idea of us getting married. And I wanted to love God more than the idea of, you know, being married because I, I understood that marriage will never fulfill or validate me the way God will. Now, the second thing that I, I realized... Um, is just to remember, like I read in that previous quote, you know, all of this is a reflection of God. You know, every action, every beautiful characteristics we see of a godly woman is because of the fundamental love of the Lord, you know. Okay, so with exercising wisdom, we've seen like um, in Proverbs 31 verse 5, like this woman is wise, right? So... We are called to guard our hearts. It's in Proverbs. Again, I'm going to mention that again because Proverbs is the Proverbs is the Bible verse of wisdom, guys. What? <laughs> but so we have to guard our hearts against anything that is perverse or corrupt, you know. And even us as ladies, we need to guard our hearts so that we're not too emotionally involved and invested in the relationship that would cause more harm to us. 
with that being said, it's important as a lady and to help you exercise wisdom in how to navigate through you liking somebody and this person saying, hey, I want to pursue you to ask that person what their intentions are in getting to know you. Now, naturally, sometimes, well, maybe not naturally, but the person will say, well, I've noticed something about your character or I've seen you around, we've hung out around church groups, whatever it may be, and I'd like to get to know you and see, keyword there, it's either if he says, see if this could lead to marriage or I want to pursue you for marriage. Two different meanings over there, but... Those, when you under, understand the person's intention, it helps you to navigate through, okay, how much do you share? What do you keep? Um, what, how much time do you invest in this? Is it a, a, a relationship or somebody you what, wonder, would want to continue to get to know? And, and, and asking that, that's very helpful. And when I talk about sharing, it's helpful when you have some things that you feel are important for somebody to know of you before you get married to the person. Like something that you might have done in your past, either past sins or past mistakes or whatever it may have been to talk about those things that you might think is someone's quote unquote red flag. Right, especially because you want that person, you want to step into something, especially marriage with complete honesty and transparency. However, you don't want to just share that type of information with anybody else. It also helps you, like I said, with the time that you 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 get to spend with this person. And for you as a lady, it's so important to create healthy boundaries. An example of this might be, hey, um, I know that you want to pursue me, but I want to be a guarded. I want you to guard your heart. So maybe we should not talk about too many personal things in the beginning, you know, just to see where you are so that if this doesn't work out, we can walk away from this still um, without it being awkward or too awkward. And we can still, you know, keep our eyes fixed on the Lord and remember that we are brother and sister in Christ. And it also helps you as a, as a lady, you know, we have we have certain characteristics of a husband that we would like, some things we can compromise on, some things it's like no compromise at all. Clear communication really helps with that. And obviously the time frame. Now, granted, I understand that we live in South Africa. Um, we are so blessed with so many different cultures and and ceremonies and customs and the procedures for marriage and, and dating. And so the time frame for each thing is different, which we will talk about later. Time frame and how to tackle family and all of that with the whole process. So that also comes into play with how we 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 will deal with that in the future but clear communication as i've said before understanding you know you personally communicating your boundaries but you also understanding where this person is and if you're also on the same page you know as that person cuz you might not be on the same page as wanting something 
to pursue in marriage, but then you shouldn't be dating at all, period. But just to understand how, if you guys are on the same page fundamentally with certain principles, especially fundamentals of our faith, and then again, also how, you know, you want to navigate with your family and all of that. But those are obviously later in into the pursuit of the relationship and whether this is something that's going to work out or not. Woo. <laughs> but yeah, I hope this is helpful. Um, I hope this is helpful. And for us ladies, this, this is just helpful for us to guard against getting carried away with our emotions and the idea of, of marriage. It's a beautiful thing. But it also helps us not to be like the woman who's knocking on the door and like asking the Lord, when is it going to happen? But we can trust God with his time and with the person he's brought along to say, hey, I would like to get to know you. Anyway, I hope this is helpful. Thank you so, so much for listening. And you are listening to the Newness podcast podcast.